Good morning. It's 5.32 a.m. Eastern Time. Happy Wednesday, February the 2nd, 2022. Today I wanted to talk about fraternities, sororities, special social groups. And I don't exactly literally mean fraternities and sororities within the college environment. The NFL, for example, is a very interesting and a very exclusive fraternity and group of people, whether it be the ownership group, whether it be the NFL Players Association, whether it be the group of NFL players in general, or the coaches. And there's so much that's come to the forefront here recently with the Tom Brady situation, whether or not it was or wasn't his right to officially announce his retirement before, I believe, Darlington is a sports writer's last name, and Adam Schefter were involved in that. That's been very interesting to watch the narrative and the optics on that from a social media platform and then through ESPN, Fox News. It's being covered from all angles now. It's, it's being covered from a thousand different viewpoints and a thousand different opinionated narratives. Tom Brady has his own podcast. There's been a lot of talk about Larry Fitzgerald retiring. And it kind of makes sense comparatively to what I was talking about yesterday. There's just an era of quarterbacks and players that have been in the league for a specific amount of time, which is impressive longevity. But when you start looking around in the halls of the high school and everybody else is gone, everyone else has graduated and moved on to the next chapter of their life, it's probably hard for you to to look at yourself in the mirror every day and figure out what you're doing this for anymore. But I've been a part of a couple of special social groups myself. And when I say social groups, I I could be talking about service industry professionals, grocery retail, college groups, something like the NFL players. You know, the list is innumerable. It could be thousands of different situations. And the service industry to me is, is unique because that is that is a large portion of the group of people that I deal with on a daily basis in my job in sales. I just find it fascinating the, the social and the, the economic ramifications of everything that takes place in the COVID world that we live in right now. And, and maybe, maybe fascinating is not the right word because... It does seem to be a negative reality right now, which is unfortunate. The supply chain is a crazy situation. Whether there's a shortage of equipment with reefer unit trailers or drivers in general, it's hard for people to try and get the goods they're looking for, especially at a competitive price. So that's a special social group. It's very important to the American and North American economy. Shout out truck drivers. Thank you for all that you do. And I'm kind of bouncing around a little bit this morning, but these exclusive clubs sometimes, and maybe I shouldn't say exclusive either, but 
special groups of people that you and I don't understand or you and I may not ever be a part of their world, that is something that I find interesting. When I went to college, four different locations, never received, excuse me, never received an undergrad degree, never even received a um, associate's degree. It wasn't because I was stupid. It was just really difficult for me to nail down something that I found that interesting to try and focus all my energy on for at least those four years to complete that degree program. And so at Northwestern State, I was I was in communications and I wanted to be a sports broadcaster, a sports analyst. I wanted to work at ESPN to be a part of that world, another special social group, another special industry that very few people know about. And then when I went to Arkansas Tech, I was pursuing psychology just because I find people in the human brain and human interactions, human interactions fascinating. And then when I went to LSU Shreveport, it was sociology. I thought maybe I could help save the world, figure out people's behavioral patterns and look at those social interactions in general and figure out troubleshooting and problem solving and resolutions in general for, for people that that just have trouble interacting or having trouble in life and you know I mean I don't really know if you break down sociology and psychology there's there's probably a lot of similarities in both of those degree fields but I didn't finish that one so that doesn't matter either and then when I was at Louisiana Tech in Ruston, it was kinesiology, all the ologies. I thought I was going to be a personal trainer. And I probably never worked out and kept myself in as good a shape as I did when I was there with my cousin, Michael. Shout out Michael again. That was my workout partner. But the point is, all four of those interests, all four of those professions, those degree fields, everything... Those are also special social groups. And we all have a special social group. We all have our own individual tribe. And tribes and tribalism are something that I've talked about in the last few days. And in the world that we live in now, where it's a bunch of finger pointing and screaming about things that we don't agree on, but we can't just accept the fact that it's okay to disagree. Tribes and tribalism are spoken of with a negative connotation. But I think that it's a very unique and a pretty awesome phenomenon to be a part of some of these special worlds, these social groups. The service industry, for example. And I don't know whether you're a server at a restaurant, a bartender, a bar manager, a GM, an assistant GM, Uh, a busboy, a, a member of kitchen, kitchen staff, kitchen manager. That's a very unique world to be a part of. To work in a bar, to work in a restaurant, to be in public service and customer service in that regard is a very unique environment and a very unique situation occupationally that most people will never be a part of. 
And it's difficult. The hours are difficult because a lot of these establishments stay stay open late, midnight, one o'clock, two o'clock, some places three o'clock near college campuses. Because college kids have a more flexible schedule. They're in the youthful prime of their lives and they are much more prone to stay out super late and socialize and imbibe and have pizza and burgers and whatever other forms of food are available in those hours. But the service industry is a wild one. You're around alcohol constantly. You're working these crazy late night hours and trying to manage a personal life and keep your professional life in order when your sleep schedule is compromised all the time. It's not an easy situation, and it's especially not an easy situation right now, given the staffing reality of America and the world. America's not exclusive to that social phenomenon right now. People are still not working the way that they did before, two years ago, three years ago, four years ago. Whether it be COVID or it be presidential policy, whatever the mitigating factors are. Unemployment's in a strange situation now. And whether that be childcare, credit payments, whatever else is steering that ship, it's put a strain on, on the economy, it's put a strain on most all businesses but it's especially put a strain on bars and restaurants. Because when COVID hit, a great many of these places had to almost completely close down and shutter their doors. The ones that were able to survive were were doing it off of to-go sales and whatever states gave leeway on these policies to go alcohol sales. You didn't have an open functioning bar and grill restaurant situation and setup. And I can't imagine the hardship that these owners and operators and staff members have dealt with for the past two years in this specific industry. It's called the service industry. And individuals in that world are serving the public food and drinks and nourishment And people may not approach it with that old-school community vibe, but that's what it is. Bars and restaurants and diners and cafes and grills, what have you, no matter what type of concept it is, from a culinary or a gastropub or a, a bar environment, these businesses are a huge part of American culture. Community, neighborhood, socializing, socialization in general, getting out of the house, getting out of the house and maybe getting away from large groups of relatives during the holidays, when you've kind of reached a social sensitivity threshold and you're overwhelmed with humanity and people in general. My brother and I were raised around that world. And and obviously... Alcohol 
in and of itself is something that you have to really approach uh, with with a measure of care and, and, and moderation. That aspect of the business is always something that's going to be polarizing. But life is short and precious. And adults are adults. And people want to go out and have fun and have a good time. And moral judgments and social policing one way or the other is not the point of what I'm talking about this morning. Alcohol is a component. Food's a component. Socialization is a component. Location, patio seating, patio dining, the aesthetics of the individual concepts that you visit, the specificity of the food menu. But what does a lot of this really come back to? It comes back to staffing. It comes back to the individuals that work at these places that you frequent. Bartenders especially. My coworkers and my friends and my family and I have specific places that we go to on a regular basis throughout the course of the week. And then on the weekend when I'm home, just to hang out and see certain individuals that might be super talkative, that might share interests with you, that might just have a friendly and a warm personality, or they might be extremely funny, sarcastic people that you vibe with. And that's a special part and a special component of the service industry. And so talking about social groups and fraternities and paternities, uh, excuse me, for not fraternities, that, that doesn't really pertain. I guess that... That is also a special social group as well, but fraternities and sororities and all these groups of people. I've been very fortunate for the past five and a half years and even before that with another another company that I worked with in, in Nashville, Tennessee, to be around this industry and to be around these people. And they're, they are a strong, resilient, fascinating bunch of people. I am thankful for the service industry. I am thankful for the bars and the restaurants and all of the different concepts that I'm able to to be a part of on a weekly basis. It is a very special group of people. And it takes very special people to work these hours and to put up with kitchen staff not showing up and to be salaried when you're getting paid for 40 hours a week and you're working 80. And to try to survive all of the, the protocols and the mandates and the different policy and procedure changes that have taken place in the last two years with COVID to be a part of this world in general everyone occupationally everyone employment based everyone is an employer or an independent business operator everyone is a staff member of any business in general over the last two years has felt the brunt of what COVID has done to distort our reality and disrupt our way of life. But this morning and today, I'm just focusing on service industry and I'm saying thank you for everything that you do and everything that you have done. It's not easy to survive the things that we've survived, not only personally and physically, but professionally. And the service industry has always been difficult in general because you don't know what individual people's personalities are like. If you've got a 10 top, a 20 top, if you've got a large group of people at a sit-down restaurant, 
You don't know if people collectively are going to be polite to you. You don't know if they're going to be a smart aleck in front of their friends because they find that funny. And most importantly, at the end of the day, because it is the way that you make your living, you don't know what the tip situation is going to be like. People don't tip from a percentage basis the way that they should. And it's a hard line stance to take, and it'll piss some people off, surely. But assuming you're given standard service and a person does their job that's waiting on you, if you're not at least giving that person 20%, I don't know. I don't know where to go with that. That's, that's a sore subject with me just because of the world that I'm a part of. But the biggest point of just this idea and these thoughts this morning is, is understand, recognize... And find comfort in the group that you're a part of. Truck dot, excuse me, truck drivers, nurses, doctors, service industry professionals. Civil servants, utility workers, grocery retail workers, lawyers, doctors hundreds and thousands of other occupations and professions. It is a unique world to define yourself and to describe yourself as a part of a group. And in this circumstance with the service industry in the world that I'm most closely related to occupationally, I'm extremely proud to work with these individuals and I'm thankful for that. It is a very special group of people. And I know that times are difficult. I know that the way that business was done before, even fast food restaurants are not necessarily fast anymore because we're all dealing with the reality of the employment situation. And there's not really anything that we collectively can do right now. We're just in the middle of a storm that we're trying to ride out. So recognize the groups that you're a part of be thankful to be a part of those groups because you all serve an important purpose socially, economically, interpersonally. It's a blessing to be a part of a tribe. It really is. Tribe does not have to be a word that has such a negative connotation because it's only brought up during political arguments right now on the media, on social media, in all of these different situations where everything is designed to be divisive. Tribe doesn't have to be that. And so more specifically, again, to the service industry, I thank everyone that may or may not listen to this, but to the people that I work with, the bars and the restaurants and the world that I'm around, no matter how difficult the last two years especially have been, I am thankful for you and I thank you what you do is is difficult to say the least. Uh, what you do is not an easy thing. I hope everyone has had a decent week, good and a decent week. That's really about all we can ask for these days. I hope you have a happy Wednesday. Appreciate anyone that spends any measure of time with me on any of these, these podcasts. 
We'll have some more thoughts for you later in the week. Thanks for hanging out. Have a good day.